Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. Power of the dark side. Autobots, roll out. I'm Batman. Good news, everyone. It's Good News Geek with John, Scotty, and Matt. With the anticipation of the Star Wars franchise and probably the same distance of time between episodes, Good News Geek is back. Got Scotty, John, and Matt. How are we, boys? Doing wonderful. Glad to be back, actually. Yeah, it's been a while. Has been a little while, but uh, we're all sort of back on the same page, back in the same location. In this little studio in in John's (laughs) house, surrounded by... I don't know what you would call this. Quite the collection, though. It's quite eclectic. Um, I collect ships and weapons from, you know, a lot of the different uh, I'm seeing sci-fi lightsabers, stuff. blasters, Millennium Falcons. Yep. Um, the Enterprise. Enterprise and magic wands. A whole slew of boxes down there by really? your, your foot. So mm. if you feel like cursing Sonic me part way. And that's yeah, strange absolutely. My Little Pony poster up in the corner. Uh, yeah. There is no My Little Pony poster. <laughs> Not yet. No. <laughs> I'll have to post a, uh, a photo on the Facebook page now that you said that. Well, speaking of My Little Pony, we do have something for the bronies out there a little bit later on. But I thought uh, let's uh, talk about something that's uh, about to get underway. And that is Thor Ragnarok. Now, unfortunately, we all missed the preview because it was at mm. a silly time, silly location. <laughs> we just couldn't quite make it. But the reviews that I've heard so far, and at the time of this recording, 98% on Rotten Tomatoes it wow. is very, very good. It, so That's a great score. Yeah. yeah. So it seems as though they've taken a bit of a different slant to the character. I'm not going to say that they've repackaged Thor, but I'm thinking those Daryl vignettes that were coming out with Daryl the... Um, uh, the housemaid. I think that's kind of the the comedic uh, uh, angle that they're going down. Have you seen anything of Thor Ragnarok? The other than trailers and the like? No, like, I've seen the trailers. Obviously, they're they're everywhere, and uh, the ads popping up on Facebook. It's almost like they know me. Like they've been watching mm. the things I'm into. Um, th- that'd be why all those ponies came up the other day. Mm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I haven't um, seen much about it. I've been trying to sterilise myself from the hype because I'm looking forward to this movie so much and I don't want to be led astray with unrealistic expectations as I usually am. So I'd done the exact same thing. I actually hadn't seen any trailers or even the teaser uh, until about three days ago when I finally succumbed and I watched them all at once. <laughs> uh, and... I mean, I, I like it. I've heard a lot of good reviews from it. Um, <clears throat> I've heard the, uh, the the movie really lets uh, Thor's humour out this time. They mm. really unchained him and they let him just go. Uh, and it seems to be uh, working. Well, after all, he's an Aussie. So all Aussies have pretty good sense of humour. I think we really saw Chris Hemsworth uh, comedic timing come out in Ghostbusters. Uh, no, no one saw Ghostbusters. What uh, I, what, Ghostbusters. What, what, what are you saying? talking about? <laughs> what, what Ghostbusters? <laughs> was he even alive when that was filmed? Never, never. <laughs> exactly. Never happened. So I guess with uh, another Marvel uh, movie coming out, we're looking forward to the next couple of movies. So um, I, I must have not seen anything about Justice League, but a couple of weeks ago I posted the new trailer to the Good News Geek Facebook page page for Black Panther and that has me all sorts of excited I just think Wakanda looks uh, amazing I really liked um, his character in Civil War so I'm pretty keen for for Black Panther even though I've not seen Thor or anything else yet but I'm already looking forward to things coming out next year but I'm pretty excited for that too yeah Black Panther looks good I don't know much about the Black Panther 
uh, universe, so to speak. I've not really been exposed to it that much. And yeah, hopefully I'm going to be pleasantly surprised when I finally get to tune into that one. Yeah, I'm a bit of a sucker for any Marvel movie. I'll go along and see it, uh, no matter how bad it is. <coughs> Iron Man 3. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I am looking forward to the, the upcoming ones. They are looking very good. The thing with Iron Man 3 is that I, I was at the drive-in theatre to see Iron Man 3, and then my son started vomiting profusely <laughs> in the car, and I had to leave just as they had ambushed the, uh, the Mandarin. And uh, he was claiming that he was an actor and all this sort of stuff. I'm like, oh, I have to do the adult thing and actually leave here. Like, my son's really sick. I've got to go. So, clearly your son was a critic. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the movie sort of, made him physically <laughs> ill. It's, and now I can understand it's warranted because I've seen it in its entirety. I went back to watch it and like, because that can't be the, the, the way that the Mandarin goes. Like, the Mandarin's like, the biggest villain for Iron Man. I'm sitting there waiting, hoping in anticipation that it's going to turn around. That, no, he really is the evil genius and that he's like just... Playing it off. Nah, obviously didn't happen online. Bum, bum. Uh, yeah. So I, I put myself through it twice. Oh. So there you go. <laughs> but the, the release of Thor tomorrow, um, going to whack something up on the Facebook page uh, to get your thoughts on, on Thor as it's released because none of us have seen it. Didn't get to see the previews. So I uh, want to get some uh, first takes on, on those. So feel free to send them through when it's released tomorrow. Supernova in uh, only a few weeks, the 17th to the 19th of November in Adelaide. Uh, I've put the question out there for, for media passes. I've not heard back yet, so fingers crossed we can give you a little bit more of the, the sights and sounds as it rolls around. But uh, a, a, an amazing guest list. They've really outdone themselves. So, guys, I wanted to get your thoughts on who you're keen on seeing at Supernova. Granted, we get media passes. <laughs> yes, well, I'll, I'll pay to go. Yeah, I've had to go too, sure. but if we don't have to, then that's even better. <laughs> then we can spend money on other things, you know, like more ships to fill this room up with. Exactly. <laughs> There's not going to be enough room for us in, uh, at the next episode. Soon, soon. <laughs> there is another um, bookshelf out there, so there? there's just oh, no okay. room to put it in here. Uh, fair enough. So, uh, John, who are you keen to see? Well, I like um, Johnny Yong Bosch. Is that how you say I don't even yeah, know how John, to say Johnny his name. Johnny Yong Bosch. Yep. yep. So, um, obviously, because he's the usurper of Zack from the original Power Rangers, mm -hmm. Mighty Wolf and Power Rangers. Um, but he's one of the ones that I actually quite liked in the follow-up after the original cast departed. Um, so it'd be great to see him. But uh, also Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. Well, you're a bit of a fan of Stranger Things, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I like it. I, re I really do. Um, she, <laughs> Her background is a little bit interesting. She's born in Spain mm. to British parents, mm. but with the most Southern American name possible. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. I mean, you know, what a great mix. So... Be good to see her. <laughs> what about yourself? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm happy to see Johnny uh, as well uh, for different reasons, though. Um, I'm a big anime fan, as neither of you two are. Uh, and Johnny uh, did the voice of Vash the Stampede, uh, among others, uh, probably his most well-known one. Uh, I mean, then we've also got Travis Willingham, uh, who was the voice of Roy Mustang in Fullmetal Alchemist, amongst many, many others. Uh, and his wife, Laura Bailey, will be there. Uh, she's been in... So many anime, it's not funny. Uh, so I'm super happy to get a chance to meet those guys. Uh, John Jarrett, he'll be there. He's always good to catch up with. Uh, He's a bit him, of a laugh. Seen him a few times around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually just the uh, the Gaul of Coles, but uh, yeah, sometimes <laughs> at conventions as well. Um, uh, and, I mean, we can't really go past uh, the legend himself, Stan Lee. No, exactly. Stan yes. Lee, amazing. I, I had a quick look at the, uh, the the asking price for an autograph and a photo with Stanley. Care to hazard a guess? Your firstborn. <laughs> Close enough. Some people would give their firstborn. Yeah. At times, I'd give mine. 
any, any, uh, I don't know. I couldn't even guess. 150 for an autograph. You're joking. And 200 for a for a photo. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you can just wait for his obituary to come out and just copy and paste that photo. Oh, come now. Ooh. <laughs> but uh, it's not even too soon. It's not even happened. It's it's not not even hasn't happened, happened yet. It might be might be sooner than you think, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, especially if he sees the prices that people have to pay to go and see him. But uh, no, Stanley would be amazing. Well, if you were going to ask Stanley a question, if you waited in line, paid you one hundred and fifty, whatever, what what would you ask? For me. I'll be like, when are they going to make a movie about you and have the superheroes play the cameos? That's what that that that's what I want to see. It would certainly be pretty good. It would be better than Iron Man three. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think my son would vomit during that. One. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you'd, you'd ask, Stan? Nah, nah, nah. I, well, I'd probably be too um, awestruck. Yeah, starstruck to be able to fit two words together. To be honest. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, now Stan Lee's definitely the top one. And there's also the voice of Ron Stoppable from the Kim Possible. Anyway, maybe I'm the only one that... Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, your Saturday morning routine is being revealed slowly and surely, yeah. I think. If only Phineas and Ferb voices were going to be there, and <laughs> I'd be pretty happy. But no, Supernova, going to be fantastic. Hopefully, we'll be able to bring you some of the, the sights uh, through your amazing photography skills, John, and the sounds as well of Supernova this year, the 17th to the 19th of November at the Adelaide Showgrounds. Last December, you survived. Surprised? The countdown is on to Star Wars The Last Jedi. We posted the trailer a couple of weeks ago when it was uh, first released. Had us all salivating indeed. Uh, thoughts, feelings? Uh, what do you want to see? What don't you want to see? Uh, I, I don't want to see Jar Jar Binks. I can tell you that much, <laughs> but... Uh, I'm not really sure what else uh, I'm really anticipating. John, you're probably, out of the three of us, the biggest Star Wars geek because I... you've got lightsabers all around you and blasters <laughs> I behind do. your head. So just watch out in case one of them works. Exactly. I'm uh, not saying anything wrong. Yeah, exactly. Look, I do count myself as a bit of a fan, so I'm actually nervous. Every time there's a new Star Wars movie, I'm nervous really? because I fear, and I know fear leads to the dark side, mm. but I fear... Fear leads to anger. Uh, exactly. <laughs> anger leads to anger. Um, that we're going to have... Um, more prequel debacles every really? time. Just, you know, the how they left a bit of a bad taste in my mouth and I'm always mm. afraid that maybe they'll revert back to that <clears throat> rubbish. Uh, um, t- TV on Sunday night was so bad, I watched Attack of the Clones on Channel 7. Well, you know something's really bad with uh, free-to-air TV if that's the <laughs> good choice to we watch. We need to get you Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, look, I- I'm looking forward to it, obviously, um, apart from the trepidation. Um there's something that's been mentioned quite a lot. I'm not sure if you guys have been keeping abreast of things in that regard, but a term called Grey Jedi. Have you heard of it before? Oh, the good old Grey Jedi. So yeah. So it's just kind of a half good, half bad kind of Jedi? Half uh, light, half dark? Simplified, neutral. yeah. yeah. Neutral. Okay. Kind, of, kind of, you know, adheres to their own kind of code. In other words, not so, uh, a Jedi. So, so a bit of a, a rebel, a bit of a rogue. Yeah. Rogue I mean, Jedi. I don't like the term. I think the term's a bit... Stupid, because if you have a Jedi who subscribes neither to the light nor the darkness, then if you're dealing with light, shouldn't it be a penumbra Jedi, given that they're a semi-darkness? Or not? Anyway, it's just <laughs> a little thing I... <laughs> wow. I just hate the term. I hate the term. Anyway, um, that aside, um, the new Han Solo movie has recently got a name, mm-hmm. and, you know, there was a big... Fanfare and drum roll. Oh, yeah, and a big release. Ron Howard did it, right? Yeah, that's right. What was it? Solo. A Star Wars story. Bah. That was the big announcement. 
massive. I know. Isn't it original? So I guess it's a bit like Rogue One, really, though. Then isn't it? Yeah, it, it subscribes to the same kind of formula. But you know, when you when you release a title, surely there's something to it, something a sparkle. You know, when they released the Last Jedi, people were like, oh, you know, what, what does that mean? And mm. there's a solo. Yep, that's pretty much what you get. Um, Could I mean, it be that maybe he was hoping that this movie will uh, quench our thirst? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Was he in a big kayak and like <laughs> launching off? Into Could the very well forest? be. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's just that uh, you know I was thinking that if Disney do finally get around to doing what most fans hope they do and have a Obi One Kenobi film, they could call it Kenobi, a Star Wars story, to keep mm. with the obviously original names. Um, or maybe they could call it Old Ben or Crazy Old Wizard, a Star <laughs> Wars story. Um, that would be really good. That'd be very very good. I think. And do we know when that's being released? I know filming's sort of getting underway. They've cast it. Yeah, off the top of my head, I can't, I can't think of anything. I but guess if, uh, if history shows anything, they're trying to release them around Christmas time every every year or so. So yeah, that seems to be the spacing. So it's not going to be too long, given that there's going to be you know the the next uh, episode, of course, coming out, um, which I'm really looking forward to and. Hoping doesn't let us down. Have you got your ticket yet? I know a few people have. No, I'm I'm going to stay back for the a uh, couple of days after it's released. Yeah. Just because for me, going to the cinema is a bit of an experience. Yeah, true. To be shoved in there like sardines, getting the flu from the person next to me, not really a fan of that. Um, I think I'll need more than the force to keep the germs at bay, and you know, people breathing down your neck. But um, it won't be long. I'll tell you that much. Twilight Sparkle, and this is my home, Equestria. A land filled with magic, music, yeah, yeah, yeah. and most importantly, friendship. So I think we talked about movies earlier and what we we're most looking forward to, the Marvel and Justice League and all those sorts of things that are coming out. I must say, 2nd of November, something that Matt's really looking forward to, uh, is <laughs> the, the My Little Pony movie. And I'm excited because... I'm going to make some dreams come true right now, Matt. You've already made mine. <laughs> well, I've given you a, a pass that you can use at your leisure, and I want to review on our next episode. But I've got two passes here. They're buy one, get one free uh, passes. So on the Facebook page, you'll see a, a pin post uh, of, of a beautiful pony. Uh- <laughs> the biggest My Little Pony fan I've ever seen. <laughs> a brony through and through, that's for sure. Yes. Brohoof that. No, <laughs> we're not doing that. Uh, so what we want you to do is jump on the Facebook page, uh, like the post, share it as well if you can, and also comment uh, what name, because they've got, what, what are some of the names that they've got, Matt? Uh, it's always two words that sort of describe what they look like. So, uh, For example? John John's favourite is uh, Twilight Sparkle. Um, I, I only believe... know that existed because I used Google. Uh, be uh, against me now, it's, now it's in your search history <laughs> yeah, forever. Now everyone knows <laughs> I believe uh, Scott's favourite was uh, Pinkie Pie. No, it was Rainbow Dash. I mean, sure, uh-huh, Pinkie Pie. Yeah, yeah Pinkie Pie. <laughs> and uh, I think there's is Applejack. Applejack, yes. One? Yeah. yeah, so that, those are the kinds of names. So have a look at the picture. Uh, give Give me because it's me with a filter <laughs> uh a, a name and you'll be in the draw and we'll we'll draw the winners uh the the day of the release second of november and we'll we'll send the the passes out to you but just a a little bit of fun and uh yeah get that brony flag flying so head along to the facebook page and matt expect a full review next episode no less than ten thousand words dismissed 
That's a Starfleet expression for get out. So some devastating news uh, that we have to share is that Star Trek Discovery has been renewed for a second season. It has indeed. <laughs> it is. Much weeping and gnashing of teeth going on. There is. And the look, studio. you know, the show's not that bad. It's just not Trek for me. It's very, very different. And look. Different isn't always bad, but I just... But in this case, it is. It is bad. I, I mean, just the characters, I hate the characters, most of them anyway. Um, so it's just like it, they've taken a big, massive um, pile of excrement ah. on the source material for me um, and have produced something that's very unlike Star Trek. I mean, one of the issues the writers for The Next Generation had was that they couldn't um, have conflict between the main characters... Because they're, you know, they've evolved to the point where petty differences don't make any problems between people. What? Yeah. So what they had to do is that people had to come under like an alien influence or oh. data got, you know, hacked or whatever oh, the case is really? to create that drama. Because when it's all said and done, Star Trek is just drama. The shock and dismay you're hearing from Scott right now is actually due to the fact that we've just discovered he has never seen an episode of Star Trek in his life. Well, it sounds like I've dodged a bullet, really. Well, to be honest, I think he should hand in his geek card. I think he should. Yeah, definitely. Actually, he did make some business cards. I'm happy to <laughs> give you one of those. But uh, no, I, I've just, I've never seen Star Trek. I don't know why. I just never grew up on the original series and I've, I've never sat down and, and, and watched it. Well, I don't know what I'm well, missing. Well, we'll continue the shaming of you after the podcast is done, I That's think. That's fair but, enough. Uh, You've got copious amounts of DVDs up there. I do. Uh, I could probably take a couple of I do or, have or those games. Uh, I have DVDs and games up oh, there. Okay. It's, yeah. I'm still unpacking um, from when I moved back to the big smoke. So um, all of my collections are a bit in disarray at the moment, but we're slowly getting there. But so, you know, it's just that with, with this new setup, it's a little bit... You know, I don't know. It's just, it feels wrong. It doesn't feel like Star Trek. Um, I mean, perhaps if I was to view this from a a non-fan point of view, I might like it. It might be intriguing to me. But even um, this new discovery, the ship is different because it runs on a different type of drive apart from your standard warp. Now, I'm going into techno babble here. So if you want to tune out, no, don't do that. Um, I'll be quick. Basically, they have an engine that runs on a life form that is navigated by a life form, and that's how they jump rather than warp from point A to point B okay. and just kind of appear, appear instantaneously. Um, but those of you that have watched Star Trek Voyager... Yeah, that would have been really handy for them. Yeah, it would have been. <laughs> we'll know that this is not um, an unusual precedent, as in uh, the episode Equinox, which is in Season 5. Um, basically, they come across another starship stranded in the Delta Quadrant that is running their warp engine on an alien creature, um, which is enhancing their warp drive. So not quite the same, but similar enough to stink of regurgitation. uh, No spoilers, but how did that work out for them? Yeah, not very good. No, no. no. He did have to destroy his ship. So what I'm hearing is that it's not quite living up to the the original. It's not what I hoped it to be. I'd hoped it had... You know, it would breathe a new life to a, a franchise that was waning a bit. Um, and I wanted it to bring in new newbies as well as satisfy the existing fans. So I guess my question is, is Michael Bay directing it? Because that sounds like what the problem might be. It <laughs> looks like it is. There, well, are, there are enough lens flares. Yeah, there, there's lens flares and ex- explosions. So it keeps the J.J. Abrams um, uh, group happy as well. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's not the worst, but... Um, 
it's not what I hoped it would be. The problem I have with it is that they chose it as a prequel again because they've oh, done so well. Yes. Uh, Enterprise. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, so they've chosen it as a prequel, but then they've just brought out all this fantastic new technology that none of the other series have ever had or ever talked about or ever used or ever denied the existence of. Yes. And yet they could have done that easily if they'd just chosen it to be past Voyager, past the end of Deep Space Nine. But yeah. they've gone prequel again. They could go more into the future and then uncover Justifies further mysteries. Yeah, they could yeah. they could go out further into the galaxy. They've under, they've uncovered new technology. It makes yep. sense that they would have all this sort of stuff. But, exactly. Uh, yeah, just what they've done, it just it's just bad. Yeah, a bit like the shiny Star Wars prequels that suffers from that dating issue. Yeah. yeah. Well, time to take a look at what's going on in the gaming world. Matt, uh, what, what have you been playing and what can we look forward to? Oh, where to start? Uh, we put out a post uh, a couple of days ago about upcoming games, mm. just to uh, to give a brief rundown. We've got Destiny 2 coming out uh, in about six or seven hours, Oh, uh, just to date this podcast. Um, <clears throat> that's exactly what I'll be doing when I go home. Uh, we've got Super Mario Odyssey coming out in a couple of days. I, I saw a bit of a trailer <laughs> for Super Mario Odyssey. It looks really different. And uh, I, I, is, is that a remake of an original game or something like that? Or is this is something totally out of the box? No, it it's a, very unique. It's a new game. Uh, I mean, it's, it's in the same vein as sort of the Super Mario 64, so it's a 3D Mario game. Uh, but the sort of the hook in this one is that you can throw your hats on things and different objects and them. Yeah, that, that's what I was because sort of saying. magic. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Anything can happen in Super Mario Land. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I've, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of hype coming up for that game. Um, I will get it eventually. It's not high on my list when we've, we've got things like uh, Assassin's Creed uh, and uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 coming out very Woo-hoo. soon. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself there. No, that's fine. And you mentioned bad news on the front of the um, first person. Yeah, game so there was a uh, an unnamed Star Wars game being created by Visceral, uh, which was made by the same people uh, that made Uncharted. They left Naughty Dog and they've moved over to Visceral to make this new Star Wars game. Uh, and EA has closed down the studio completely. Mm. Uh, so they've handed off all the assets to. Uh, I believe it's EA Vancouver, which are well known for making sports games. Oh, so they're so going to do pod racing, maybe? Pod, pod <laughs> racing, maybe Hubble. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, bad news for that. Uh, in an internal email that was released, uh, they've said that they're not going to get rid of all the work that's been done uh, and they will be keeping things like assets. So pretty much skins. So it's, it's going to be remade as a completely new game uh, and just using the same skins. Oh, yay. Yeah, that's a real shame. I mean, I'm not sure if um, it was picked up by the microphone, but there was a sound, and I believe that was my heart breaking. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mm. heard it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> was, was there anything else coming out that we should keep an eye on? Uh, there's a lot of things coming out. Um, as I said, uh, Destiny 2 is coming out in a couple of hours. Um, that's pretty much what I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, it's the only game that's probably going to be tearing me away from PUBG, uh, which I don't know if you guys know what PUBG is. No, I can't say that. Oh, is that... A mobile game, right? No, no, no. it's a, a PC game, Player Unknown Battleground. So it's a big battle royale game. You uh, you join a game with a hundred people. They drop you on an island. You scavenge for loot, and you die as soon as you find something. Oh, Hunger uh, Games. At least that's my experience with the game. <laughs> Normally, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to find loot uh, and then take each other out until there's one person left. Uh, you get a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Cool. When you win. Uh, and just to keep things interesting, uh, the zones 
shrink as the game goes on and if you're outside the zone you die uh-huh. so uh just to funnel everybody into a, a hunger games cornucopia system yep well you know if if i do play the game and i am lucky enough to win if i don't receive a barbecue chicken i'm gonna be pretty disappointed now well i mean they may actually send them out <laughs> i haven't won one yet to find out myself well they're only seven dollars ninety from Woolworths. Yeah, plug, exactly. plug. Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, you mentioned something about Activision um, and something going on there. Yeah. With- so there's been some interesting news coming out on uh, loot box front. So Activision uh, filed for a patent about three or four years ago. Uh, and uh, pretty much what it means is that it will allow them to do uh, matchmaking based on uh, loot boxes and purchases. So if you're in an Activision game playing multiplayer, you will be matched with somebody that has spent money on the game to get cool skins, cool weapons, in an attempt to uh, make you want the weapons too, to go out and buy them. Ah. Uh, which, on the surface, doesn't sound so bad. You get to see a lot of cool stuff and you know you, you might drop a little bit of extra money. The main worry about this is that it will probably break all the balancing that games have. So if you have just bought this game you're ready to jump into an online match. Normally what happens at the moment is you'll get matched with people the same skill level. Now you'll be getting matched with people that have been playing for months, years, and you don't really get a chance to get much better that way. So basically someone like me drops on, I'm new to the game, and I'm dropped into an arena with a million other people that are just, you know, well-trained Pros. assassins. And, uh, and, have, and I, get, I get it handed to me, basically. and Exactly. And the only way to combat that is to throw down money yourself to get the same weapons and same items that they have. Uh, and the cycle continues. See, but I'm a selfish um, kind of person when it comes to gaming. If I just see it generally, I don't need to be dropped into the game with it. I'll want it. And um, when I have, I have to the my, my shame, Star Trek Online, and I'm a life subscriber, I have to have everything. Um, just because it's there, let alone, you know, now they're going to risk unbalancing the game to try and drag in more suckers like me. Um, yeah, that doesn't yeah, sound great for the game, does it's it? It's dangerous. They've released a statement saying that they have no intention of doing this, that it was really a a patent that they filed just because it was something that they were working on at the time. Uh, but they don't have to say if they do change it and start using that at any point in time, they can just do it. Did they say no intention while making inverted commas in the air? Uh, it was hard to tell in the email, <laughs> but it certainly sounded that way to me. Mm, uh, the main worry for the main worry for this is Activision itself. Uh, they do uh, obviously all the Call of Duty games, which is very heavy multiplayer. Uh, Destiny is Activision. Activision also own Blizzard, so things like Overwatch, mm. World of Warcraft, all that sort of stuff is all under that umbrella. Okay, and what about Wolfenstein, which comes out on the twenty seventh of October? Oh, Wolfenstein, that game. It uh, looks a lot of fun, and it's surprising to see all the controversy that's sort of coming around a Nazi game at the moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm still going to play it just because it's Wolfenstein and I love those games. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's been a bit of an odd time for them coming out, I think. Mm. Well, we can't help the timing, can we, with world events and whatnot? So. Mm, exactly. For a full list of uh, the games that are coming out and uh, have a comment as well on, one, on the ones that you're looking forward to, head along to the Good News Geek Facebook page. <sighs> well, you may not like it, Minister, but you can't deny Dumbledore's got style. I didn't think it could get any worse with how less of a geek I, I am. I think you guys really just used me for my radio experience on 
That's why you're podcast. here. Didn't oh. you get the memo? Or? Oh, there we go. I'm pretty sure I circulated a memo. Uh, because I got it. Yeah. We, <laughs> we just got some uh, news come through about a Harry Potter uh, play coming to Melbourne. Um, I've never read a book of Harry Potter. I've read books. Uh, but I'm starting to doubt that. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe in them. I think maybe Scott, maybe I should take over this, given that you know I know something about Harry Potter. Yeah, and I've never seen a movie either. So please, by all means, okay. educate me somewhat. I think you require lots of education in that regard. Yeah. So the stage play for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child uh, will be coming to Australia in 2019. The lucky place is the Princess Theatre in Melbourne. No other location in Australia will uh, receive this play. But when you consider that the only other locations it's being um, shown is in London and New York, oh, wow. um, Melbourne's up there with um, some quite well-known names in that regard. So um, a lot of fans may have read the play. It was released uh, in a book, not as a novel, but as a script, um, which was... Initially, for me, pretty hard to get into reading the script uh, style, but it didn't take long for the story to kind of take over and made it very, very good to read. So I'm ecstatic about this. Um, looking forward to a road trip to Melbourne to see it. Maybe, Scotty, yeah. if we could give you sufficient education before the time comes. 2019. Oh, I've got a good time. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Start now. Yeah, start now. Start now. Um, so that's just uh, really... <laughs> Really, oh, I guess, exciting for any kind of um, Potter geek out there who's is really into the um, the books and the movies as much as I am. Being as into it as you are, I have to ask: Have you taken the quiz? Uh, the quiz, which quiz? The house quiz. Um, yes, of course you have. What house? Unfortunately, Gryffindor. Really, unfortunately, <laughs> Gryffindor. I wasn't. I didn't want to get into Gryff- Gryffindor. I like to think I'm a bit of a nodal, a bit of a, a smarty pants. Oh, you're a Ravenclaw. I was hoping for Ravenclaw, yeah. but we've, mm. we've already discussed that Scott is clearly a Hufflepuff. He is uh, definitely a Hufflepuff. Cute and cuddly. I, I'll, yep. I'm happy to yeah, be a Hufflepuff. You can take was, that definitely. I was a uh, 98% Gryffindor. Oh, very good. Very good. That's nice and high. Um, I also got uh, the results back of my Patronus using oh, yes. the Pottermore setup. Um, I'm a squirrel. Yeah. Good as <laughs> Scott, if you can keep your giggling to a minimum, you, you no don't even count. No. I can, I, I can just imagine you up the tree hoarding your nuts. Me? Oh. First of all, up a tree. <laughs> I don't, don't really see that, but yeah, I was a little bit underwhelmed to be honest. I was hoping for something majestic and noble and yeah. Oh, I got a rodent. Like yeah. a badger. Yeah, something. Yeah. So that's coming out uh, in Australia 2019. Dates are yet to be set. But if you want more information and to keep up to date with what's happening, go to harrypottertheplay.com. As this episode progresses, we're learning more and more about how much of a failed geek I am. But uh, I'm willing to out myself again that I'm probably one of the few people still playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. be so quick to out yourself on that. No. Mm. Yeah, if your account got deleted, you probably still would be playing. That I can either confirm nor deny. <laughs> you, I reckon you would have been. And are you, are you still playing? I actually uninstalled the game quite some time ago, no. um, but reinstalled it since returning to Adelaide, oh. just to see if there's anything interesting. And? There wasn't. Uh-huh. No. Well, no. prepare to be shocked and in awe, because there still isn't. No. Um, the Halloween event is on now until the 2nd of November, which has the introduction of Gen 3 monsters. There's oh, my goodness. Shuppet, Duskull, and Sableye, plus the evolutions. And there's more Gen 3 coming before 
the end of the year. So for those Pokemon Go gamers, maybe a bit like yourself, John, they played it for a bit, uninstalled it. Maybe there's an opportunity for you to get back. Thing is, I don't know what the Gen Three is. Yeah, I mean, I I love Pokemon, but. I'm clearly an old man Gen 1 uh, <laughs> yes. can, can you just answer a few questions for me, Scott? Is Gen 3 the ones where there was an ice cream cone and a bag of rubbish? <laughs> Trubbish? No, I don't think he's in this one. No. Wait, that's legitimate, is it? There's, yeah, a, yeah, there's the... literally a bag of rubbish, yeah. an ice cream cone, and a chandelier. There was a reason I stopped watching and playing. <laughs> yeah, they really uh, lost a few uh, ideas, I think, oh, at the end. I'm, I'm a bit like you. I'm, I'm all about the, the first season, the original. And there's actually a movie coming out on the 11th of November called Pokemon I Choose You. And it's pretty much a retelling of the whole first season of the anime, uh, the whole Indigo League saga. However, there's a couple of glaring omissions, that being Brock and Misty. So I don't know how you do a Pokemon movie based mm. around the first season without Brock and Misty. Does it involve Ash still? Yeah, Ash is in it and, and Pikachu and um, like Team but That's Rocket. bizarre because the Ash we know is really only there because of Misty and Brock. Well, that's true. He becomes who he is, you know, because of their influence. So that'd be interesting. Yeah, so I'm not sure how they're doing that, mm. but uh, it's a very limited release. I think it's already been released in Japan, but it's a limited release in Australia only for about eight or nine days. So if you are a bit of a fan for a bit of that nostalgia, but I just don't understand the reasoning behind. When Rock you go, when you go to the, the pictures to watch this movie though, do you have to walk for a K before you can get a candy from the candy bar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> and um, also, Pokemon's getting their first live-action movie with Detective Pikachu. I don't know much about Detective Pikachu, Matt. Uh, I believe he's a distant cousin of Surfing Pikachu. <laughs> well, okay. Google it. Sure. Um, there's already a Japanese trailer, but for the English version, they're still working about ca- casting who's going to voice Pikachu. And these are the front runners. I kid you not. Right. The voice of Pikachu. Prepare yourself, everyone. Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg, and The Rock. The Rock. You know, The Rock would be better for Onyx, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Geodude. Yeah, Geodude, yeah. Geo exactly. I'd say, yeah. But I just, I don't understand it. Can you smell what the... Po- nah, I don't, mm. I don't... Nah. No. It just, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So. I'm not picking up what they're dropping down. <laughs> no. So, yeah, th- that's what's going on in the world of Pokemon and Pokemon Go. So, get out there for your, your Gen 3 monsters. I think I'm level 34 at, at the moment. Yeah, I think you should stop. Quit while you're still ahead, quit Scott. I'm, I'm yeah. not ahead. No. <laughs> I'm well and truly behind. But before I fall further behind, I think I might. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. I bid you all a very fond farewell. Goodbye. So I think if we've learned anything from this gathering is that I've got a lot of things to watch, learn, and read between now and the next time we get together. A lot of material to go through. We indeed. have a list. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm in the right environment. Looking around me, there's a, there's a lot of stuff in here. I've learned all about sonic screwdrivers. There's wands. There's lightsabers that I thought were blasters. And, and you did put a phaser to your head thinking it was a phone, though. That was a bit worrying. Yeah. Well, actually, originally, I thought it was a Woolworth scanner because <laughs> your wife works at... Oh! Oh, there you go. There's life in it after all. Was... I believe you just shot a hole in the wall. Yeah, that was on uh, kill mode. So, oh, yeah, sorry yeah. about that. Yeah, 
doesn't do anything. When it's, it's not responding to your touch now. Maybe it realizes that you know nothing about it. Oh, it has no leave. respect for you at just all. Just gonna leave that there. Yep, very good. Examine it thoroughly uh, afterwards because yes, I got a lot to learn, but uh, a lot of exciting things coming up. Supernova, hoping that we'll get there and we'll be able to bring you some of the sights and sounds from that. And of course, we'll keep you posted on the Facebook page. And while you're on the page, make sure you check out the My Little Pony post. Your chance to go along. And buy one, get one free pass to uh, the My Little Pony movie in cinemas 2nd of November. So, boys, it's been a pleasure. As always. Thank you.